0: It is so wonderful to see so many smiling faces here with us this morning. So for those of you who don't know me, my name is Mike Metzger, and I would like to welcome each of you to home church this morning. We are so glad that you decided to join us here. Guys, can we also wave to our cameras and let's say good morning. We just want to say hi to everybody that is joining us online through our live YouTube stream, anybody that has uh, jumped in on our podcast Guys, we're so excited that you decided to join us as well. We're glad that you're tuned in. You guys are in for a special treat today. Well, church, we have a lot on our agenda today. It is action packed, so we're going to jump right in and get moving this morning. So, first off, if I can get any of the kids that are here with us this morning in the sanctuary, Mateo, I see Zoe over here. If you guys want to come on down front and join us, and we are going to welcome Miss Anita for our children's church.
1: I think our kids are out at the coffee cart. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Okay, kids, has this ever happened to you? You climb into bed at night. You turn off the lights. But instead of darkness, an eerie green glow comes up from around your room. Your heart starts to thump. And you can barely, barely breathe. Until you remember those glow-in-the-dark stickers that you put on your backpack or up on the mirror. What makes something glow in the dark? It's these cool things called phosphors. They soak up the sunlight as energy. Over time, they slowly release that energy and it becomes light. That energy is something that causes the glow that you see. Toy makers mix phosphors in with all of their stickers all of their toys and some other things to sell. Glow sticks work differently. They only glow when you pop them because two chemicals mix together. That's why you have to snap them. Crystal's got some for you today. Whether it's phosphors or two chemicals, a little glow can chase away the darkness. But rooms aren't the only thing that gets dark. Sometimes our days can be dark with sadness, with fear, and with worry. That's when you need the glow of God to brighten it up. Sadness is no match for the brightness of his joy. Fears flee from his courage. And when worries follow you, his love sends them running our God doesn't just glow in the darkness he chases it away Lord you keep the lamp of my life burning brightly you bring light into my darkness okay kids second service we're gonna finish our stories about a girl named Grace learning about God's grace and we're gonna find out What's behind the secret door? Have a good one.
0: Oh my goodness. Thank you, Miss Anita. Kids, make sure you join us for second service because you don't want to miss out. I want to know what's behind the door. I might have to pop in and see. All right, church. So just a couple of uh, reminders this morning, some events that we have upcoming here at Home Church. Uh, First off, on Saturday, November the 6th, we are going to be hosting uh, Cheyenne Woods Bridal Shower here in the gym. So bring your favorite cup of tea to use during the shower. And just so you guys know, Cheyenne is registered on Zola and Amazon. So if you have questions or need additional information, uh, please reach out and contact Ricky at 775-721-0859. Guys, I can't believe we're talking about this right now, but on Christmas Eve, Home Church is going to be putting on a Christmas play, and we need volunteers for everything. We need actors, we need help with props, set hands, and so much more. So Amanda Freeze has a sign-up sheet that is going to be available back in the foyer, so please stop by and add your name to the list if you are interested in helping out in any way. Uh, Next, our women's ministry is going to be having a pie sale, so we need two things. First off, we need pie bakers, and then we need pie buyers. (laughs) So if you guys are able to bake pies for our women's ministry fundraiser, uh, we would ask that you reach out and contact Ricky on that as well. And then Jen Metzger is going to be taking orders in the home cafe. And the pies are going to be available for pickup on November the 21st. Church, do not forget to join us on Thursday nights for Song and Word. So this is taking place at 6:30 on Thursday nights. So you guys want to make sure you come out and join us. It is a time for our church to gather together as a family. Worship God. Praise Him, fellowship, uh, get in the Word, do Bible studies. And guys, we have something for everybody. We have men's Bible study, women's Bible study, co-ed Bible study, Spanish Bible study, kids quizzing, youth group, nursery. There is literally something for each and every age range that is here in our church. So please make sure that you guys come out on Thursday night. For the next two weeks, on November the 7th and November the 14th, We are going to be holding our membership classes after second service. So for any of you with us this morning that have been attending the church but are not members yet, if you'd like to come out, get some additional information, maybe get some questions answered on uh, our church and our Nazarene background, this is a great way to do it. So please make sure that you contact either Jeannie Adams or Pastor Carlos if you are interested in joining one of these classes. And just a reminder, since these classes are immediately following second service, lunch will be provided for anybody who attends the classes. And as you guys probably noticed this morning, um, I, I know that I didn't do our caffeine check, but our home cafe is officially up and running. So I don't know if you guys saw it yet, but I saw my kids back there with cinnamon rolls, These cinnamon rolls look like a loaf of bread. I mean, they are massive, and they are only $1. So make sure that you guys stop back, grab a cinnamon roll, grab your favorite cup of coffee, latte, maybe a tea, and uh, make sure that you guys stop by and see us back there. All right, church. I would now like to welcome Pastor Carlos, as he has something special to share with us
2: this morning. Awesome. Thanks so much, Mike. Good morning, church. Okay, let's see here. Um, Man, this is a a very special Sunday. Um, Could I please get the... Thank you so very much. Appreciate it. All right. Let's see here. Awesome. Thank you. So, uh, here at Home Church, we, we appreciate our volunteers... And thank you. I got one amen. Here at Home Church of the Nazarene, we appreciate our volunteers. Amen. amen. And all those who serve in the kingdom of God, uh, who give their time, their life. And, and obviously, we don't do it for the reward or praise of men. We do it because we love God. He gave first. And we know that when we take our last breath, there is hope in Jesus. And what a beautiful and glorious day it's going to be, knowing I could have given anything and myself to anything, but I gave it to God. And so this morning, I would like to call up Jim and Sheree Matthews, please come take the stage. You guys. uh, Yeah, perfect. I mean, I want to read this real quick. It's a distinguished service award. This is the highest award you can receive. Church of the Nazarene, Spark's Home Church of the Nazarene takes pleasure in presenting this certificate to Jim and Sheree Matthews. You were newly newlywed when you volunteered to lead quizzing at home church, which was Spark's first Church of the Nazarene. Thirty-eight years ago. You have taught the children well. Thank you for your dedicated service to teaching our children God's word. October 31st, 2001, General NMI Director, right here. you want to turn that around, get a quick little picture here. Is my mask on? Oh, my bad. One second, second. hold on, hold on. Uh, the profession you're in. Sometimes it's it's always good and handy to have one of these. It's a uh, box cutter. All right. One more picture. Well, everybody, please give a hand to Jim and Cherie. Thank you so very much. Love you guys. Right, drum roll, please. Okay. Right here. May we please may I please have Anita Rowland come to the stage.
3: <laughs> I don't care.
2: <laughs> Distinguished Service Award right here, Sparks Home Church of the Nazarene. Takes pleasure in presenting this certificate to Miss Anita Rowland. It says Anita Rowland, but I say Miss Anita, amen? amen. For more than 50 years. <laughs> and when I say 50 years, I can, you just, how many lives, how many little souls have been impacted by this family, by the grace of God? For more than 50 years, you have poured your love and knowledge into the children of home church of the Nazarene. You are an excellent example of a disciple of the living Lord. Thank you for your dedicated service. October 31st, 2001, General NMI Director. So anyone who was in missing Anita's class, please stand. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And this this is just first service. Second service too. And anyone watching online, please give a hand to Miss Anita. Thank you so very much. Amen. Before we move forward, I know we're running out of time. Before we move forward, anniversaries. We have Abel and Gabby Garcia anniversary. Uh, we have David and Karen Witherow. Travis and Amber Hayes. And last but not least, Stephanie uh, and Angie Lord. Be blessed. Thank you. Thank you, Mike.
0: Thank you, Pastor. Church, we're now ready to move into our time of giving and worship. So, again, we just want to thank you for your faithfulness with your tithes and offerings. And just a quick reminder, we do have three convenient ways for you to continue giving. Uh, First off, we want to encourage you guys to continue giving online. You can do so at our website at homechurchnv.org. You guys can also mail a check directly to our church offices. And then for any of you that are here with me this morning, if you happen to bring your tithes, we have our tithes and offerings box on the back wall of the sanctuary as you exit. Church, go ahead and bow your head with me as we pray this morning. Lord God, we just come to you this morning, giving you all the praise and the glory and all the thanks, God. What a beautiful morning to come together and gather as your church, God. Lord, I just pray this morning as we are collecting tithes and offerings, God, I pray that you bless these tithes. I pray that you bless these cheerful givers. God, take these tithes and offerings, use them to expand your kingdom and perform your will uh, here in our city, in our state, in our country, God, wherever these funds are to be used, God, I just lift our worship team up to you right now as they prepare to lead us. God, I just pray that Your presence be felt this morning. God, just fill this sanctuary. Let us know that You are here, God. Wrap us with Your love, God. I pray that uh, I pray that we can just put our focus on You, God. You are so worthy of all the attention, of all the glory, God, we thank you for everything that you do in our lives and everything that you are doing in our church. God, I also want to lift up our pastor this morning. God, I pray that you anoint his words as he shares your message with us this morning, God. Lord, I just pray that that message fall on fertile soil, that we walk out here changed, different than when we walked in this morning, and that we can use these words and use this lesson to further your kingdom and your work. God, I pray all these things in your mighty name. Amen.
2: Amen. Thank you so very much, Mike. Beautiful prayer. So church, before we, uh, before we begin, I just I want to say real quick to uh, Sharia and Jim and Miss Anita, if you could please bring those back up to the front. We got another service. I, uh, I don't want to be empty-handed. Amen. Amen. And this morning, um, with a heavy heart, but also very blessed to say, um, our dear sister Lois. Jack, it's good to see you here this morning, brother. Jane, could you please pray? Um, as, as a board member of the church, could you please say a prayer for Jack um, this morning, please?
4: Father, we're grieving this morning, but you know that we know that Lois is with you, Lord. And we just pray for Jack, Lord. I pray that you would just comfort him right now. It's hard to lose our partners, Lord, and it's hard to lose loved ones. And you know that, Lord. And I just pray, Lord, that you would just... Fill him with your peace, Lord, that he would just be at peace with this as he walks through the next few months just dealing with the immediate grief, Lord. We just pray that you would just surround him with people that will lift him up and be praying for him. We just give you all the praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
2: So this first song goes out to our dear sister Lois, who passed away, who would be here right next to her husband on this beautiful Sunday morning. But have you know she's in a better place? Amen. Sing out this song with me. Brother Jack, this one's for you and your wife, and for all those who have gone before us, and for all those. Who will be in the sky with our loved ones someday? Amen.
3: Oh, when the saints go marching in, oh, when the saints go marching in, oh Lord, I want to be in that number when the saints go. When they
2: Amen. Give him praise. Hallelujah. Amen. You ready, Majesta?
3: All right. A one, two, a three, a four. Are oh, you past the, the point of weary. weary?
5: Is
6: your burden weighing heavy? Is it all too much to carry? Let, Let me tell you about, about my Jesus. Jesus. Do you feel that shame's not all it's stealing and you're desperate for some healing let Let me me tell you about my Jesus. jesus he
7: makes a way Jesus, change your life. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. You can wipe away the tears, the broken dreams, and wasted years. Tell the past to disappear. Oh,
3: let me tell you about my Jesus. And all
7: the wrong turns.
6: Who would care that much about me? Let me tell you about my Jesus.
4: Oh
3: When all I see is the battle, you see my victory. When all I see is the mountain, you see a mountain move, animals, yeah. And as I walk through the shadow. Your love surrounds me. There's nothing to fear now, for I am saved with you. So when I That'll be lost to you And if you are for me Who can be against me? For Jesus there is nothing impossible So when I find
7: Shadows, you win every battle. Nothing can stand against the power of
3: God. Almighty, for. Yeah! Fight on my knees, with my hands lifted high. Oh God, the battle be lost to you. Every fear I
5: lay at
3: Your feet. I sing through the. That I was Spanish this morning. Cuando quede
7: rodillas, lo haré. Mis manos alzaré. Oh Dios, la batalla tuya es todo temor. Hoy rindo a tus pies. En la noche diré. Oh Dios, la batalla
3: tuya
7: de rodillas lo haré, mis manos alzaré oh Dios la batalla tuya es todo temor hoy rito a tus pies en la noche diré oh Dios la batalla tuya
3: es so well.
2: We see this morning. Thank you.
8: Sorry, it was muted. Anyway, it's my honor to do this presentation this morning. And um, just to let you know, the fact that probably the most introverted, least outgoing member of our leadership team is up here doing this this morning tells you the high regard and love I have for this pastor and this family. We're come to the end of Pastor Appreciation Month but absolutely, positively not the end of pastor appreciation. So I'm going to ask Pastor Carlos and his family to come up now at this time. I've watched Pastor Carlos as he came on board initially as a worship leader. And as Pastor Todd gave him more and more responsibility, which he willingly took on. And over that time grew into the amazing lead pastor that we have today. So, uh, first thing we're going to do, we have a card here for the family. And there is a check in there, which um, I'll be up front. It doesn't have the amount because we still don't know how much has come in. Uh, (laughs) just know that that you all have been amazing in supporting uh, the pastor during this time. So uh, Janet's going to bring me some some other gifts. Uh, First is a bag with a number of of cards and gifts that that you have uh, brought in for the pastor and his family. Next is, we're going to call it a a jar of love. This has all of the slips of paper that you have all Um, written to Pastor and his family this past month. Um, I just, I don't know what else to say. I just love this family so much. So ordinarily, we would ask the congregation to come up and gather around. We're not going to do that due to social distancing and all the stuff that goes along with that. But as I pray, lift up this family in prayer. If you want to extend your hands in that gesture of, of support uh, do that Father you brought an amazing man and amazing family to this church an amazing shepherd a man who preaches your word from the Bible and we thank you so much for bringing them to us and we ask that you would bless them and continue to touch them as we go forward We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
4: We chose this song because we felt like um, this song was a reflection of not only Pastor's heart, but Ricky... Carlos, Teo, and Ari, that this is their heart, and so that's why we chose this song. How can I say
6: thanks for all the things
2: I think uh, i just heard my brother jack say i don't have to preach after something like that let's pray and go home <laughs> wow can we give him a hand please thank you so very much i so appreciate that you guys have no idea what it means uh it's i'm not going to sit up here and say it's easy um or it's difficult uh but I do want to say it's a blessing to serve you.
3: Amen. So. Yeah.
2: That was beautiful. Thank you. Amen. Well, um, I want to give a quick little report before we move forward. We had Harvest Fest Friday. <laughs> Amen and uh man what a time it was amazing from from jump to the end uh, they were here setting up and some boys from the neighborhood came and said what are you guys doing and they said we're having a harvest fest and they said we want to come we, can we help and i think a few people said no we're okay and they were like well, no we really want to help and so they started helping and then next thing you know mateo and carl start witnessing to them start telling about jesus And then they they said, we want to go to church, and then Mateo said, oh, you would love our children's workers, or or Miss Anita and Jane, and they're like, "Who, who, Miss Anita? So there are already kids in the neighborhood that want to come to church from this, but what's so crazy is we had, before I even say that, let me say this. Josh and Kim brought 200 hot dogs. I can guarantee you not everyone there had a hot dog. We counted at least 70 people that did not have a hot dog, and they were out of hot dogs. We are estimated we had close to about 350 people, and I'm I'm low-balling it, that came through here. But most importantly, four people gave their lives to Jesus. Amen. Amen. So thank you so very much for all those who came. and volunteered and helped and served. We so appreciate you. Amen. We're going to be uh, finishing our series this morning at of Matthew 5. Um, let's go ahead and turn there if you can with me, please. Matthew 5, chapter, uh, or chapter 5, verse 13. It says right here, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, How shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out, trampled underfoot by men. So real quick, number one, we looked at salt. is a uh, Salt has 14,000 uses. It's a powerful thing. And I apologize, church. I know we went through three, and we were supposed to get to 13,997, but we don't have all year. Okay? I uh, said, so, you know, I'm going to have to run this. So, but But I chose, I looked at a couple... Uh, 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 the things that I feel that salt is good for. And number one is a seasoning. Somebody say seasoning. seasoning. And what is seasoning? But salt, when you put salt on food, it pulls the flavor out of the food. It pulls the flavor out of the food. When you, when you grow the asparagus and the steak, it pulls the flavor out. So, we take, so we're called to be the seasoning of this world so that when, we, when, we, when God takes our salt, he, we, we spray it on somebody, we pour it on somebody, we pull the best out of people. We pull the best out of somebody, the best out of our children, the best out of our parents. We pull the best. Are you pulling the best out of somebody or are you pulling the worst out of somebody? Amen? Salt is, a, is also a preservative. Before they had refrigerators, they would put salt so decay and bacteria wouldn't set in. And how many of you know there's decay going on in our world? But we're called to be the salt of the earth. So we, 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 we pour it on what we call truth. So the truth of God won't decay. Amen? And then number three, salt is a catalyst. And a catalyst is when you mix salt with some warm water, or you mix it with something, there's a reaction. And so when you step up on the scene, when you go to work, when you show up at the family reunion, is there a change? Is there a reaction? Is there there something happening behind the scenes when you show up? Is God there? So the question is, how do we do that? And we looked, we started, we broke the word down. We started to the word SALT as an acronym. We started with the letter S, which stands for what? Thank you, sister. Thank you, serve. And it was, a, it was an amazing thing to be here on Friday. And I know many people couldn't be here, but there were so many people here serving our community and loving people. And was that an amazing thing, the, the tent that said, know your future? Yes. Yeah. Wasn't that incredible? Yeah. Pastor Pepe and Nora there. Uh telling kids i would tell kids hey you guys want to know your future they're like yeah everybody's like yeah and they go in there and they get hit with the gospel <laughs> amen they think they're gonna go see some ball you know some like glowing ball but really they see the word of god is being preached and they're hearing jesus amen it was a beautiful thing serve a stands for accountability somebody say accountable thank you we're called to be accountable and if we're not accountable to anybody we will be out of control, amen? You ever know somebody, think of somebody in your life who doesn't want to be accountable to their boss, doesn't want to be accountable to their parents, don't want to be accountable to church, don't want to be accountable. They're going to be out of control. They're not, they might be accountable to making money, to, to the paycheck, but that only lasts for so long. If you're not accountable to anybody, we will be out of control. I want to look at the next two letters, starting with L, which is going to represent love. Somebody say love. Love. Everybody needs love. All you need is love, right? The Beatles had one thing, right? All you need is love, but Christ's love. Amen? Amen. I never met anyone in this world that doesn't want to be loved. Jesus tells us and challenges us to love people. John chapter 13, verse 34. Turn there with me. John chapter 13, verse 34, if you're writing notes, right here. John chapter 13, verse 34. He says right here, a new commandment I give to you. That you love one another. Let me stop right here for just a moment. Notice he doesn't say a suggestion. A new suggestion that I give to you, a a thought. He says a commandment. A new commandment that I give to you, that you love one another. As I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples. That's the key word right there, remember? We want to go from believer to what? Disciple. Disciple. By this, all will know that you are my disciple if you have love for one another. Mm -hmm. Love for one another. If you don't get anything from this sermon, I got to start wrapping up here. Church, I know we're running out of time. If you don't get anything else from this sermon right here, get this. You have to understand, see, I grew up in, in a church, and we all, I don't know if you grew up in church, but... Every church has this little thing, you know, and when I grew up in church, it was, it was kind of portrayed that the way you knew you were saved or really saved is if you spoke in tongues, if you spoke in tongues, then you knew you were, you were like, you were on the A team and if you didn't speak in tongues, it was like, Hey, you, you'll get there someday. Okay. You know, you're going to get to heaven, but it's, you're going to be in the back of the line, you know? And, and, and it was crazy to me that, that, you know, we were always, you know, we were tarrying, we were, we were pursuing, we were contending, God, give me, give me, I want to speak in tongues, you know, I want to speak in tongues, and, and some people would get the gift, and that was cool and all, but, but Jesus said, by this, all will know you are my disciples, and this is what I discovered by some people in church who claim to be saved, Sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, water baptized, Jesus on their mind. They can can speak in tongues, but couldn't speak to me in English. They can can speak to God in tongues, or they they can, whatever it is, they can do all the works. They can come to church, or they can give all their money, but they couldn't speak to me or you in English or in their native tongue. I've seen people not want to sit people in church. I've seen people not go to church just because they get upset, quit ministry because they couldn't get along with somebody. And they they claim they have some the connection with Jesus. But Jesus says, wait, 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 by this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. So here's here's the sign. Here's how, you know. You're on the road to sanctification, not because we go to church, not because I was baptized, not because I speak in tongues, not because I sang in the choir, not because I'm a pastor. I know Jesus lives in me because he has given me the capacity and the ability to love someone who I know does not like me who I know speaks ill of me, who I know is gossiping about me and you, talking ill of us, and we, can, we hear it, we see it, but yet when we see them, our heart burns and, le- and you're, it wants them to be saved, wants them to be changed, wants Jesus to live in their heart.
8: Exactly,
2: Where we see them on the, the side of the street and there's a, hey, do you need some help? Where well, we see them walk in the church and we're like, hey, it's so good to see you. I'm glad you're here. Or they're not at church, and our flesh wants to say, man, yeah, but we say no. Lord, help me to forgive. I forgive. I'm praying for you. Love is the evidence of being a true disciple. If you are a disciple of Jesus, there should be some evidence that you love people. When you are the salt of the earth, I can guarantee you, when you are the salt of the earth, you will love, literally, you will love the H-E-F double hockey sticks out of somebody. You will. You can When you, when you learn to look past their faults, their failures, their mistakes, because how many know I'll, get for, I'll be first in line for that one? Our failures, our faults, our mistakes. When you learn to look past all that and look at the person who's hurting inside, who needs Jesus. The last letter of the series is T, and I want this one's going to stand for teach or to be taught. Somebody say teach. 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 We, where we put ourselves in a position to be taught, and we teach, and we teach what we've been taught, amen? Because we live in a culture where we don't, we don't want to be taught. Let me be the first in line for that, too. When we get something in, my wife orders something, it comes in the mail. She says, here's the instructions, honey. I said, I don't need that. I got it. Let me just look at the picture. That's a simple thing. That's just, I'm just talking about building something. How many know when people tell me something in life like, hey, uh, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. The Bible, the Word of God tells me, hey, sometimes we don't want to listen. We don't want to be taught. We don't want to learn. Amen? Just talk to a teenager. Amen? They already know it all. So besides church, are you attending a Bible study church? Are you, are you, are you, are you growing? Are you learning in God? Are you, are you pursuing knowledge in God's Word? Is that something you're doing? to be salt of the earth. And so we need to put ourselves in a situation to learn, and I want to look at this. from the. We're going to take a little detour real quick. I want to go to the book of Hosea. Go to the book of Hosea, chapter 4. Um, let me give you a little background. Of Hosea, uh, we're going to call him Hosea. Is that okay? Hosea <laughs> is a prophet who has an assignment from God to get married. He was a single man. And I don't know about you, but if you can think back in the days when you were single and you uh, were looking for a spouse, that was a glorious day. No? Okay. I know what I need to preach on next week. All right. Jose now is looking for a wife, and so Jose decides to look in the choir, the choir girls, for a, for a wife. And by the way, we have a choir I don't want no guys looking at our choir women. Amen, amen. <laughs> he starts looking at the choir, and God says, "No, I don't want you to have a choir girl. I want you to go. I want you to go find a girl in the streets. I want you to go marry. I want you to go find yourself a prostitute. I promise. It's in the Bible." Some of you look at me like, "What? God said what? Yeah." He says, I want you to go find a prostitute, a lady of the night, and he he does. Hosea gets her, he marries her, but there's a major problem. She keeps running back to the streets. She'll do good for a little bit, and then she'll go back selling her body. And Hosea, Hosea, time after time after time after time goes and finds her takes her from the bed that she's laying in, pays the guy, and brings her back home. Until one day, God teaches him a lesson. God teaches him to pray for his wife, a hedge of protection around her, a hedge of thorns around her, so Jose starts praying for his wife, and all of a sudden, those relationships now are broken, and she's able to stay at home like she's supposed to. She's able to stay at home like she's supposed to, and there's so many lessons to be learned in this story. One of them is Jose is learning that God can bring transformation to any situation. So no matter what is going on in your life, no matter how difficult the situation is, I promise you this, when you give it to God and let him handle it, the battle belongs to him, not us. He, if you trust in him, it will all work out. There is hope in Jesus. It can be turned around. But there's a lesson that God is trying to teach Israel here. And the lesson is this Hosea represents God. Hosea represents God. And Gomer, his wife, represents the children of Israel. And Israel keeps chasing after false gods. Israel grew up in church. And they left church and they keep chasing the world. They keep chasing idols. They keep chasing money. They keep chasing things. And God, like Jose, keeps bringing Israel back to him. Amen? Jesus can also represent Jose, who we, as God's children, get saved, come to church, give our life to Christ, and all of a sudden go chase other things. And how many you know he says he's a jealous God? Yeah. But instead of just saying, hey, forget you, he comes running after us. He leaves the 99 and come chases the 1. Yeah. He's trying to teach him a lesson, and Hosea represents this, and Hosea addresses, and number one, I want to I go Hosea 4, 1. He addresses, and I put right here, a condition. The condition of the people. He says right here in verse 1, There is no truth or mercy or knowledge of God in the land. By swearing and lying, killing and stealing, and committing adultery, they break all restraint with bloodshed upon bloodshed. I want to go to verse 7. The more they increased, the more they sinned against me. I will change their glory into shame. They've gone from being a glorious people now to a shameful people. They've gone from being good on the job to now all of a sudden being bad on the job. Verse 10. For they shall eat, but not have enough. They shall commit harlotry, but not increase, because they have ceased obeying the Lord. He says, the problem is they stopped obeying me. When things stopped working out, when, things, when life wasn't going their way, they stopped trusting me, and they started doing what they wanted to do. Number two, the cause. Somebody say cause. The cause right here. Verse six, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. There it is, folks. You see that? Matt, you see that lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. I will also reject you from being priest for me because you have forgotten the law of your God. I also will forget your children. So the problem is, church, sometimes we don't put ourselves in a position to want to learn, to want to grow, to want to hear more of God. We're too busy. We don't want to read the Bible. We we, we feel we know it all. We'll just come to church on Sunday and that's good. I mean, no, we need to learn. We need to learn how to spend our money. We need to learn how to, how to, how to, how to raise our children. Amen. God's way. Amen. Right? We need to learn how to, how to love our spouse and how to deal with certain situations. We need knowledge. We need Christ's knowledge. Number three, there was consequences right here. Consequences. Verse three. I'm going to go to verse three. Therefore, the land will mourn, and everyone who dwells there will will waste away. They're not being productive. They're stagnating. They're wasting their life away. Their lives are being wasted. Verse 6, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. I will also reject you from being priests for me because you have forgotten the law of your God. I will also forget your children. The more they increase, the more they sin against me. I will change their glory into shame. There's the consequences. Again, I will change their glory into shame. Verse 9. Let's go to verse 9. I know I'm bouncing around everywhere. I normally don't do this. But, and it shall be like people, like priests. So I will punish them for their ways and reward them for their deeds. We are reaping the rewards of the choices we made, whether good or bad. Today you are reaping from the choices you made. But here's the cure right here. My last, my last, my last. I don't know if you guys noticed they're all C's. Anyways, I thought that was cool. Here's the cure. Here's the cure. And I'm finished. John 8.31. John 8.31. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him. If you abide in my word. You are my disciple. Indeed. And you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. You see, God wants to sprinkle you and I on this culture. He wants to sprinkle you and I on this community and our family. That we may add flavor to this world. And so before we go eat lunch, before we dismiss and you go out, I'm not sure where you're going to go for lunch, are you going to go home and cook or... But just know, wherever you go, they, they they're probably going to put some salt on the food. And if you're going to be at home, I'm pretty sure if you add salt to your food or your dish, I'm pretty sure you're not going to take all the salt and put its context on one side of the plate like this, right? But having I mean, you know, that's what that's what I do sometimes when I'm just selfish into myself. I don't want to. I just want to be right here and some people don't even do that some some churches just stay in the bottle they never go outside themselves and sprinkle themselves they just stay inside the bottle and then some get out of the bottle and they go to church and they just all bunch together, they huddle together it's like a little clique it's a little club and I don't want this church to turn into a club we're not a clique anyone and everyone is welcome to our church and when I, you know, when I, when, I, when I think of the salt, I think, I don't know about you, but I love going to Mexican restaurants. Can I get an amen for the chimichanga? I don't know about you, but I love going to sushi. Can I get a double amen for the sushi? I don't know about you, but I love going to Vietnamese pho. Okay, I got one with me, okay. I love going to get, get, a, nice, get a nice hamburger, a nice burger, some American food. No matter where I'm going. And and if I can if I can sprinkle a little salt over that food that I ingest, and it's just how many of you know we can also take the salt of our life and sprinkle sprinkle it over every culture and race in this community and in our world. And I want, and I want the God of heaven to take my salt. I want him to take our church. I want him to take our lives, my children and someday my grandchildren, and take the salt and say, hey, this is good. I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it, not for my glory, not so our church can get big, but that his name be glorified. question is, are we are we the salt of the earth? Can God use us? Because I never want to become a salt that you can find on the side of the ocean that's worthless and like he said, is good for nothing but to be trampled underfoot by men. How I do mean, you know it's salt? Especially back in the day, it was salt that could change, that, can, that could crumble an empire. Who had the salt is who had power. Jesus could have used any other, he could have used dirt, you're the dirt of the earth, you're the metal. No, he used salt because salt is powerful. But if it loses its flavor, he says something so valuable and precious is good for nothing. Church. Let's never be entrapped where it's all about ourselves. Let's keep our flavor that when we pour ourselves onto people and to our family, our loved ones, we'll say, man, you do taste good. <laughs> Amen? Amen? Amen. Let's bow our heads, church. Amen. I feel so led this morning to uh, just to throw it out there. If you're here this morning and you're maybe visiting with us or you're watching online and you say, I don't know too much about this salt stuff, but I, Jesus is not living in my heart. Uh, we're not going to embarrass you. We're not going to have you come up and speak. This is between you and God. No one's looking around. You say, Pastor, I am not right with Jesus. He is not living in my heart. I know if I was to die today, I would not make heaven my home. I know if I was to pass away today, I'm not, I'm not sure where I would go. You know, this morning, God is not looking for perfection. He's just looking for honesty. And if that's you this morning, you say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want Jesus to come into my heart. I will pray, I will pray for you. You just raise your hand. You just raise your hand all over across this place. Amen. God sees that hand. Amen. God sees that hand on his hearts. Anybody else? Anybody else? God sees those hands. Amen. Amen. God sees those hands. You put them down. God sees that hand, brother. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. If you, rose your, if you raised your hand this morning, I want you to be fair. I want you to pray this prayer. And if you didn't, raise your hand. How many know, church, we are in this together? Amen. We're going to pray with our brothers and, and our sisters who, who want to give their lives to the Lord, who want to commit, recommit this morning. Amen. Repeat this prayer after me. In the name of Jesus, I ask you, Lord, that you come into my heart and forgive me of my sin. For I am a sinner who needs forgiveness. I repent and I turn from my ways. And I turn to you this morning. Take my life. I give it to you. I surrender. In Jesus' precious name, amen. amen. Folks, we have people here that just gave their life to Christ. Can you give a, God a clap out for you, amen. 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 I want to encourage you this morning. I'm going to tell you right now. You're going to walk out of this place, and the devil's going to hit you. He's going to say, oh, you're, you're this. You just said some simple person? No, no, no. You are a child of the most high God. Amen. And I want to encourage you to to, to keep coming, to come to church, be faithful, get involved. And if you need anything, let us know. We are here for you. Can we all stand this morning? I would like Pastor Barbara to come down and pray, Uh, dismiss us, give the benediction, please. I would so appreciate it this morning. Amen. So I just want to say sodium chloride. I wish I could have stayed on it all year, but we got some things to do. We got to move forward as we're going to enter into a new season, a new time. So if you're visiting with us, so I so thank you. And I can't wait for next month. I'm so excited. Amen. Who, was, who did God speak to today? Amen. 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 <laughs> Barbson, thank you so very much. Amen.